This is the Folk Music Notebook. You can tune in at home or on the go. Just go to the Apple iTunes or Google Play Store, download the Folk Music Notebook app, and enjoy the show. It's free. Welcome back to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco, and I'm, I'm very excited to, to finally have an opportunity to sit down with uh, this guest today. Um, he's part of a brand new album uh, that he recorded with the duo Sister Strings. It's just been released. It's called Love is the Only Thing. And uh, the artist is Peter Mulvey, who you've heard many times on this program. Uh, I, I think Peter is one of the most incredible examples of what folk music, activism, how it all combines. And, and this new album, I think, is really an album that really speaks to our times. If somebody had to tell me, uh, pick an album that uh, describes what, what's been going on in, the, in this world, I think this is it. I, I'd like to welcome to our show, Peter Mulvey. Peter, Thank you so much, Ron. Thank you. Oh, it's so good to see you uh, and to really finally have a chance to sit down, even though we're doing this electronically. Yeah. Um, I, I've always admired your work because you're you're um, you're an artist that really exemplifies commitment and bringing in social causes to music, and at the same time entertaining audiences. Um, you know, you've got what nineteen albums to your credit, an I illustrated so. book, thousands of shows you've done over the years. Uh, and you know what I also admire is that each of your albums are, are, are really unique. You know, you don't kind of sit to one format. And, and I, that's what kind of really brings us to this new album with Sister Strings. Now, you've been with them since, what, 2016, I believe? Yeah, we've had, yeah. we uh, They and I, at the time, were both living in Milwaukee. And I just, you know, ran into them in my brother's church and then uh, um, then on a gig and I hired them immediately to <laughs> start playing strings in my shows. And we pretty much just made a band, the, the three of us, along with a drummer who plays, uh, his name is Nathan Keelan, and he plays a tiny little drum kit. So there's no bass player. It's just that tiny drum kit, me with the guitar and singing. And then Shanti and Monique uh, respectively play violin and cello and the great singers mm -hmm. and so we just immediately hit it off oh. and, and it's also i think they kind of share some of the same sentiments that you do about activism in, the, in their music absolutely i mean you know as usual they're black women in america in like and you know they grew up in milwaukee which is about as uh, like most northern cities is about as segregated as johannesburg you know, and so they kind of have to be activists, if that makes sense. Like, right. you know, black women in general, I think, are pretty used to carrying, uh, you know, America, you know, just barely across the latest finish line on their shoulders. Mm -hmm. you know? I hear you. Um, well, I, I, together you put this album out, which... Uh, I'm looking at a press release that came out, and the first line of the press release says, to make a good protest record, kindness and passion must remain in the foreground. And you know, that, I think, is uh, really evident in this. I mean, it's an album that I think mixes uh, family, love songs, social commentary, and it's not always easy to get that mixed together. Yeah, it's kind of all one thing, you know, like... I, you know, I've, I'm 53 years old and I've lived through enough that it's all starting to look similar. Like mm -hmm. I've, you know, I've seen abusive partners and, and I've seen abusive 
parents at work, you know, and spoken to the abused, and it really starts to look like a government that will lie to you. It all starts to look the same. Like just yesterday, um, I lost my mind because, you know, Salman Rushdie was recently attacked. Right. And, you know, the Iranian foreign minister said, there's no one to blame here but Salman Rushdie. And it <laughs> sounds exactly to me like, you know, I'll give you something to cry about, kiddo, or, you yeah. know, this is just going to be our secret kid or like, you know, well, look, you know, if you didn't spend money, you know, from the checkbook, I wouldn't have to yell at you. Like it, <laughs> it all sounds the same. Right. And so to get at it as a writer, I, I kind of think you don't need to choose. You don't have to choose whether to be political or, or, um, you know, an activist or to just focus on human things and family things. It's all one thing. And right. you just have to keep sticking up for honesty and, and respect and kindness across the board. <laughs> sure. Uh, there's a song on the album, which I'd like to play now. So uh, it, it's a song that uh, is called 500 Days, which mm. I think really <laughs> is fitting when you're talking about family and children and bringing them into this world. Yeah, I wrote, that's the first song I ever wrote with my wife. Um, and, you know, we, we just, we were, it was early, it was early in our relationship, we're falling in love. And we're like, you know, let's, let's write, let's write a song Let you know, the way that you might go to a pottery class together, you know, <laughs> like we're, we're just interested to see what that would be like. And within 15 seconds, it was obvious that we, what had entered the song was, um, you know, our our uh, process of trying to figure out whether or not we would become parents. And and it the song itself is just, a, it's a letter to a potential future human that, that you intend to have this relationship with, you know? So, and the 500 days turned out to, it was more like maybe 900 days, but there it is, you know? <laughs> well, 500 rhymes better, so. <laughs> exactly. exactly. All right, let's take a listen now to the song 500 Days from the new album from Peter Mulvey and Sister Strings, an album called Love is the Only Thing. Here's 500 Days. We'll see you in 500 days. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you a day without a name And you're gonna love it here You're gonna love it here You're gonna love it here They got dogs here They got trees, they got snow They got water everywhere when it's next to the land, they call it the sea. When it falls from the sky, it's called rain. When it falls from the sky, it's called rain. When it falls from the sky, it's called rain. They got bikes here, they got sidewalks and buses. All to take you somewhere It gets loud here Sometimes it's lonely But there are dogs in the city too
got friends here, they got strangers, hands to help and hands to hold. Everyone tries to say what they mean, and your heart's gonna break some days. But your heart's gonna mend some days, and the heart goes on beating just the same. We'll see you in 500 days We'll see you tomorrow And that was 500 Days from Peter Mulvey and Sister Strings, a lovely new album called Love is the Only Thing. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, Peter, when I, when I heard that title, I thought, oh, P- Peter and Sister Strings are putting an album of, of love songs. And in a way it is, but yeah. obviously, uh, yeah. as, we, as you were saying before, it, there's, there's more to it than that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you're using love as a tool for, for social protests, which I think a lot of artists uh, kind of miss that point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and and it, it, I hope that I don't come across as preachy, but if you know if I do, it's because I haven't adhered as closely to that principle as I'd like to. The principle is to treat it all the same mm-hmm. and to treat it all personally. And uh, for you know, there are some songs on this record that honestly might be, you know they might be divorce songs or i might be talking about the country you know <laughs> right. i just feel like we're in this queasy uh stage right now where there's a significant portion of the citizenry of this country that i'm kind of willing to say look i i love you but i would call these differences irreconcilable and you seem to feel the same. So maybe, you know, for all we know, I might need a passport to tour the Midwest in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a scary thought, but you're right. Um, you know, you've been doing this for so long now. Uh, and I, I see your Facebook posts. I, I can see the uh, frustration and sometimes anger that comes out. Do you think, I mean, I, I guess this is a stupid question for me to ask, but do, do you see any hope or do you see oh, any yeah. any that it's getting worse <laughs> oh no i mean well you know so there's many uh, one of the things that helps me stay sane is to zoom the camera in various directions so you know on the long scale of the arc of human history things are great hmm. you know when you and i were were infants two-thirds of the earth lived in abject poverty and and you know, you could you could starve from three bad droughts and the soldiers might abduct your kids and conscript them and on and on. That's just not true anymore. You know, there mm-hmm. were three billion people back then, two billion of them living in awful straits. And nowadays there's eight billion people and less than a billion live in that kind of poverty. So that's marvelous. And again, I I hate to <laughs> I hate to be flip, but you know, it appears to me that our empire is ending. Well, England's an okay place to live, and their empire ended in the you know in the in the 19th century, early 20th century. Sure. And England's fine. Like you can bring an empire in for a soft landing, and then in our soon-to-be former empire, I'm actually incredibly hopeful because the kids are so fantastic, hmm. and they really are. Like. And I actually 
I'm hopeful because nobody seems satisfied with the current leaders of either party, but I will point out that they're all old. And uh, that's great, you know, right. whatever else happens. I don't think we're going to get more than about 10, 15 years more of this before there's an immense paradigm shift. And uh, I'm, I think, again, as, as I've said, the kids are all right. Right. Uh, that's, that's good for hope. You know, I was watching, uh, we're, we're recording this before our, our broadcast on Sunday. Uh, last night was the primary election and Liz Cheney lost, who I'm never very a fan of anyway. But as I was listening to the uh, returns, uh, they said the only counties that she won are the counties that showed a higher education. Yeah. Uh, and that speaks a lot, too. You know, I think, as you're saying, young people are understanding things a little bit better. So maybe there is some hope there. Absolutely. I, you know, the old Kennedy, uh, John Kennedy said, civilization is a race between education and catastrophe. <laughs> and like I used to find that I used to focus on the word education and civilization in that little triad and be inspired. And it is a bit more of a white knuckle sentiment right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's another song I'd like to play right now, which is kind of on this theme. It's a song called Old Men Drinking Seagrams. Now, uh, I don't think you wrote this as possible uh, a tie-in for Seagram's uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> liquor. Oh. Uh, but, uh, I mean, this really speaks a lot to small towns and uh, yeah. aging people. Uh, how did this one come to be? Uh, so I wrote this song with a, another Wisconsinite, a guy named John Stotts. And, you know, he's he and I are both, we left Wisconsin and I live in the Northeast and he lives in Colorado. But we were thinking about some of the harshest aspects of small towns. And we started to write this song about I have to say, this is about the the, the sternest song that I've ever written, uh, and and um, it's pretty brutal and fairly unforgiving. And there are a couple of lines in it that, frankly, I in the heat of the moment they you know they rang they rang true and they ring true today. But I think they're a little over the line. But I'll kind of stand by it, you know. I, like especially. The most interesting thing of how this song has settled was, you know, uh, Chante and Monique, uh, they were still living in Wisconsin when uh, Jacob Blake was shot by the Kenosha Police Department. And they went down there to those protests and they watched that town erupt. And Shanti wrote to me and said, you know, somebody needed to write this song. <laughs> and I thought, OK, you know, I believe you. Old man drinking seagrams. Old women champagne in the golf course clubhouse in the sleet and the rain, and there's only one grocery store. The cannery is gone, nobody keeps a garden, but they got big white lawns, high school parking lot spaces. With the engine oil stains And the bleachers on Friday Filling up for the game And they pick on the queer kids And they pick on the Jews They're all about winning 
Lord, they're so afraid to lose And on the volleyball squad There's one who didn't make the cut She just wanted to fit in And they branded her a slut And Lord, help the smart kid The one who's clearly getting gone But for now it's open season For now it's on And the tire swings empty Nobody plays outside Coyote eating french fries At the park and ride And there's exactly two black kids Who ain't exactly having fun Three shithole bars When the damn day is done The kids go off to college And then they drift back home Find someone who did the same So they don't have to be alone They buy big shitty houses And more stuff than they can use Trampolines and jet skis And a hundred pair of shoes They roll over and they do it And they make a few kids And they take them to church Like their parents did And in the middle of the town In the middle of the night There's a busted skateboard Beneath the blinking red light It's a mean old town 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 Drinking Seagrams, Peter Mulvey, and Sister Strings. New album, Love is the Only Thing. You know, Peter, you were saying some of those words might have been a little too harsh, some of the lines of the song, but I, I admire that song because it's so honest. And, uh, you know, I think you're dealing with uh, and, and talking about things that a lot of people don't want to talk about. You know, uh, I know, yeah. especially on the left, I mean, people started saying, well, you know, things have improved, uh, but they don't look at really what's happening. I think that kind of led to the rise of Trump by not paying attention to what was really the undercurrent. I think you're right. You know, like, again, if you don't call someone out for racism, if you don't call someone out for being a bully and being belligerent, you wind up in the position of a family that says, oh, you know, we're not going to talk about the fact that daddy flies off the handle sometimes because that'll upset daddy. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And that's sort of where we are. Like, oh, well, do we really want to prosecute the former president for sitting crimes, you know, you know for crimes committed? Well, that might upset, you know, like, wait, who are we? Isn't the law the law? Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, it's been an interesting time in the <laughs> family. That, that always gets me, especially, you know, the, the right has always been so... Uh, protect the law let's and strengthen our our, our give them a t- but now when we're trying to prosecute somebody they think, right oh, i mean I, I would have absolute respect for anybody who said i think he never broke the law and we're going to let this play out because i believe he'll be vindicated vindicated because i believe he's innocent sure well, that's great Mm-hmm. But if what you're saying is how dare they investigate him, like, but you know, something's wrong. Sorry, with that. that's, those are the big leagues. Ask uh-huh. Bill Clinton about it. You know, right. ask, ask all the presidents. They all sure. get investigated for something. You know? sure. Exactly. Well, uh, again, as I said at the beginning, I think this was an album that uh, really speaks of our times. You know, I Thank think you. it's going to stand up over time and. When people look back at what we've gone through with the pandemic, with the social issues that we've been facing. Um, but I understand, that, you know, this album has just been released in 2022, but it was originally scheduled to come out in 2020. Is that the case? This is true. Back then, all we had was sort of uh, the American family and its uh, authoritarian lurch and its, you know, reckonings with uh, with racism. And so in 2020, we went and we recorded this record in January with the thought being, okay, we'll release it in March. And <laughs> and then the world ended. And so we did wind up writing, uh, I wound up writing a few more songs that had to do with the pandemic, with isolation, with the way that that has tied into this alienation. And we, we so now we get to release it uh, sort of grappling with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, there is one of those newer songs, a song called Early uh, Summer of 21, which, uh, <laughs> I mean, we're in 2022 now, but some of this is still <laughs> ringing true today. Uh, when did this, how did, well, yeah, go tell, tell us a little bit about the background of this song. Sure. Um, the way that this song happened was I wrote it in March of 2021, just when people were beginning to get vaccinated. And originally it was called Summer of 2021 summer of 2020 uh, summer of 21 and it was going to be uh you know it was intended to be a oh isn't this fantastic you know (laughs) our hot vac summer but uh, you know uh we did have that beautiful time in may and june where we thought this might just be over and it remains it's it i loved writing it it's just about taking a trip into the into new york city and seeing you know going to going to the you know, going to a thrift shop and eating a hot dog and just being with people, which is the indelible thing that we have all missed. So I'm trying to keep hope alive, as <laughs> cliched as that sounds. <laughs> Early summer of 21 when we felt like it was all clear I guess we went a little crazy Hugging everyone We rode our bikes to the riverbank Put our bodies in the water Watched the little ones splashing Drunk on the warmth of the sun Took a train to the city Like we hadn't done in two 
years And we packed into McSorley's Just to sit and have a beer And we waited in a long line Just to get a taco And we were licking our fingers Eyes full of tears Nobody can tell you Until you see it with your eyes No matter how full up with sorrow Behind the clouds There was always the sky There was a singer on the sidewalk And she had a little crowd there And she was young and she was soulful And she was raking it in And we stopped into a thrift store And you tried on a sweater And I said that you looked pretty And you gave me a grin And then we walked around the village Just to see the people And the day was so perfect Even though we knew it had to end And on the last train home We could still hear that street song And we were just so happy To have been in the world again Nobody can tell you Until you see it with your eyes No matter how full up with sorrow Behind the clouds There was always the sky Summer of 21. That's Peter Mulvey and Sister Strings from their new album, Love is the Only Thing. And uh, Peter, as you were saying before we, we heard the song, uh, you, know, you were trying to keep hope alive. And that song, when it first came out, you were, everybody was thinking, 21, it's over. Yeah. Here we are. Uh, do you think we rushed back too quickly? Is that. Uh... I mean, it's hard to say. You know, it's, I still, I'm still masking, and mm-hmm. I suspect. That this will, the the pandemic has opened my eyes and will change my uh, my behavior going forward. You know, I used to have this thing about how I never once had taken a sick day. Like if I am well enough to stand up, then I will play the show. But if you look at that from another angle, I probably gave you know dozens and dozens of people the flu mm. over the years, and they might have given it to their elderly you know uh, relatives for what for one night's pay, like. I can take a sick day right? because it's not just about whether or not I'm tough. It's about whether or not everybody's okay. Like, I hope that that's the lesson we take away from this. Maybe things are more important than the bottom line, especially in what is ostensibly the richest country on earth. Absolutely. You know, I I know for artists, uh, the pandemic has been difficult obviously i mean touring has been curtailed and even now you know there's still shows being canceled but in in another respect i think the folk community 
kind of responded in, in a great way. I mean, they've incorporated new technology, online concerts and streaming. How, how was it for you? I mean, obviously, you weren't touring. It was honestly, and I feel so guilty saying this, in some ways it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I uh, my audience sort of banded together, started supporting me online, both through online streaming concerts and through Patreon. And they, and they were able to do that with such enthusiasm that I started looping in venues that might, you know, because venues don't necessarily have their own audience built in. So I would do benefits that included venues or food banks. Uh, and then the other thing was, you know, I had never been home for a year and a half ever and never watched the seasons turn and we got a dog and we became parents and all of that was actually pretty great um and i also learned that my business model was insane like my overhead (laughs) when my overhead when all the airplane tickets hotels rental cars all that stuff went away i was actually doing fine because i wasn't spending seventy five thousand dollars a year on a fool's errand of bringing the music to people individually although i i'd like to state for the record that the minute i could i immediately started hemorrhaging money again (laughs) because I feel like it's an important part of this deal. You've got yeah. to play for the people in a room. Sure. Um, and then the one other thing that's been so beautiful is there are so many outdoor backyard house concerts and like little concerts in the park and concerts in the town square. That's been amazing. And and I love to see it. You know, I, I feel like we that's one of the things we wound the clock back about 200 years and that, and in a good way, like people used to do that all the time. Right. And that's what folk music is to be making music and being in community, sitting around a table or on a front porch or now yep. it's a backyard or a park. Why not? Exactly. <laughs> oh, well. exactly. well, we're so glad you're out there making music. And uh, this week you're going to be in uh, the big yellow house in Melrose, Massachusetts on the 28th. And then I guess in October, September, October, you're going to be doing your annual uh, bicycle tour. Yeah, that uh, happens early September. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a training for that? <laughs> I am. So I've done this now for 15 years or so. But of course, for the past couple of years, especially, and I blame my child for this, I'm just not in the shape I used to be. Uh, turns out those little those little tyrants uh, demand your time and your energy. So <laughs> it's going to be a modest affair, just 50-ish miles a day uh, in Western Mass and Southern Vermont and Southern New Hampshire. Um, and I, I believe it or not, I'm going to be riding an electric assist bicycle. So I'm hoping that that stirs some controversy like <laughs> Dylan went electric at Newport. You know? Right, right. <laughs> uh, Pierre Mulvey plugs in. Okay, look out. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, you, uh, you have to carry your guitar, your belongings. Yeah. That That's a difficult uh, trip, isn't it? It, I mean, yes and no. It's it's a bag of clothes and a guitar. You do wind up load, you know, loaded down. But honestly, to ride a bicycle slowly, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to make any time. It's a little bit like hiking. Yeah. Like you know, I I can walk for six or seven hours. It's not. It, I can do that. And and biking really slowly, like ten, eleven miles an hour, you can do that all day. It's fine. Sure. So I, that's what I've learned over the decade and a half of doing this, is that really you don't need to be an athlete, you know. Right. I, I, and I think you're inspiring others. I know uh, uh, Shanna in a dress uh, did a, a bicycle yes. tour as well. So uh, good for you. Keep, keep it up. Hopefully more people will, will get on that. Absolutely. 
Well, Peter, I, I'm enjoying talking to you, but um, you know, I I would love to hear a song. Would if you would mind doing one for us uh, live in your home. home. Uh, this is really artist in residence today. <laughs> I love it. Well, so this is um, it's called "Pray for Rain," and uh, I got the title from a James Baldwin quote. Um, he said, I don't think anyone ever really becomes all the way what they want to become. Sometimes you just have to close your eyes and pray for rain. So. When your weary tale is too cold to tell and every stranger's glance turns you away when the mask you wear is a worn-out shell and your guiding lights refuse to say when the pages of your secret book are torn and stained oh my child oh my child Close your eyes and pray for rain Now the better angels, they have fled the field And the people sway to a devil's song Every bitter crop has come to fruit A common mercy deserts the throng the eyes and the hands of the city on the hill they are hard as stone oh my friends oh my friends close your eyes you are not alone close your eyes who needs to know when the knowing is easy You can go But going is gone Who's gonna hold you When you're alone And traveling on Every face you keep In your tender heart they must make their way in the heedless wind. And though you have worked all of your life, there is nothing you can keep. You can only begin. Ah, it's just around the curve, the river and the road, where they reach the sea. Oh, my love. Oh, my love. Close your eyes and reach for me. Close your eyes and reach for me. Close your eyes and reach for me. Wow, that, that's a beautiful song. A song Thank that you. Uh, gives us hope and inspiration. You know, get out there and and. And be part of the world. Do something. I, I, I love it. Uh, it's a song called Pray for Rain, which is on the new album from Peter Mulvey and Sister Strings. The new album is called Love is the Only Thing. 
It's uh, out on uh, Righteous Babe Records. And and this was actually the second album that you recorded with Sister Strings. You did a, a live album, didn't you? Yeah, we actually did them on the same uh, weekend. Really? Two records in one weekend back in January of 2020. And then when the pandemic happened, we sort of switched the order and we decided to release the live record first. And it's it's new songs and old songs of mine and a whole bunch of covers. Mm -hmm. We had a ton of fun. That record is basically a party record, (laughs) uh, you know, just before the pandemic. And so we figured people could use it by that autumn. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you released both of these now. Uh, and, and I'm so glad you worked uh, connected with Sister Strings. Uh, what a what a dynamic duo. Uh, sisters, uh, they, they really uh, they, they they really connected with you and, and your music and and, oh, and they're, they're, they come through. Yeah, they are just they are amazing. They're so young. They're 33 mm-hmm. and 31. So I've been working with them since they were in their mid 20s. And, you know, Shortly after I found out about them, they, they went on the road with Allison Russell, and then through Allison, they met Brandy Carlisle, and so they've played the, they played the Greek Theater and the Hollywood Bowl and Madison Square Garden and the Gorge, and, and they've played the Grammys twice as Sidemen, and they played at Elton John's house, and now, after this whole meteoric rise, one, they're coming back to do like a little a few little coffee shop tours with me in uh, in the autumn. I think in December we'll be out on the East Coast. And then they're going to make their own record. I have them down to be uh, in the band, uh, whatever band plays the inauguration of the first woman president. I would bet you $300 right now that Shanti and Monique will be right there at the Capitol. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait for that day. <laughs> oh, my God, right? Uh, well, listen, Peter, I want to uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. And thank you for giving us this album. You and Sister Strings, please give them my regards. Uh, well, thank uh, you. This is just uh, an album that I think you're going to be hearing a lot more of. I, I wish we had time to play all the songs on this album today. But, hey, that's where we get people to tune in next week and the week after that. <laughs> we that's can right. hear more. Um, I, I, one last question before we leave. I, I can imagine, you know, I know you're a prolific songwriter. But, uh, you mentioned, you know, you have a kid now, you're, you're being a home for so long has it changed your writing or are you writing different kinds of songs oh yeah. yeah oh yes everyone needs to just sit back and wait for the dad album because <laughs> i've got like you know it's terrifying to be a parent it's it's beautiful and it's thrilling but you know the rules are that you have to do your very very best to prepare this human to live a life and the bargain is that hopefully you will die and 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 have done a good enough you know uh, job to 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 get them on their feet and that you know it really it's amazing to hold that little person and then to have all of that sort of be the condition and and you don't you know oh god it's so yeah whole bunch of papa songs <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe for father's day we could look forward to <laughs> yeah uh well peter i want to play one more song as we go out um and i think this is a fitting song because it ends your cd it's also the title cut and uh when you're holding that little one thinking about the future i think this is probably a good message um what, what made you choose this song love is the only thing so it's a it's a song written by chuck prophet and kurt lipschutz and it's perfect you know like love is the only thing seems to be such a personal sentiment and yet the you know the verses are 
beautifully constructed to be about the absolutely universal. Like those guys, they are no slouches. And so we just turned it into a big sing along and, and threw it at the world like a, like a, uh, you know, like a kiss, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I can't think of a better song to end our little visit today. Peter Mulvey, thank you so much for being here and uh, look forward to seeing you again. Hopefully uh, you'll be in the, the New York, New Jersey area one of these days. And uh, I, I we... promise. Okay. Peter Mulvey, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Ron. And now here's Peter Mulvey and Sister Strings, the title cut from Love is the Only Thing.
Hey there, this is Peter Mulvey, and you are tuned into the Folk Music Notebook, your virtual folk fest, 24 hours a day. Thanks for tuning into Folk Music Notebook. If you'd like to help keep the music flowing, our tip jar can be found at paypal.me slash folkmusicnotebook. We thank you for your support. Thank you.